Hello everybody and welcome to The Bit Effect. Today we're talking Spider-Man. With me to discuss Spider-Man is Craig. Hello. And Luke. Hello. And just to be clear, this is the Spider-Man on PS4, not any previous version of Spider-Man or the Spider-Man movies or the comics or the shower curtain that I currently have installed in my bathroom. So, gentlemen. You've got Spider-Man cut. I do! For some wow. reason, my parents gave me a Spider-Man bath set for my birthday like three years ago. And I gotta say, it's kind of cool. Like, is Spider-Man holding your toothbrush? No. That's pretty cool. <laughs> He's not holding my toothbrush at all. We really should look into that. So, just to get these out of the way, Craig, give us the stats. <sighs> Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4. Marvel Spider-Man, I suppose. Uh, that's what it says. It was developed by Insomniac Games, published by Sony Interactive. It was released on September the 7th, 2018 for the PlayStation 4. It is an exclusive. And a whopper of an exclusive, too. Yeah, it's great. Spoilers. No, don't say that. <laughs> All right. Um, and before we get the story synopsis from Luke, just want to say right now, episode one is going to be kind of the format we use where we're going to talk about the gameplay and our, our initial thoughts and not touch spoilery stuff like the story. That's going to be for part two along with final thoughts. So if you're worried about getting spoiled, we're not going to spoil pretty much anything outside of the first hour of the game when we're talking about mechanics and story here. So, Luke, give us a story. Okay, so we uh, joined Spider-Man. It's eight years after his uh, turning into Spider-Man. Um, he's now a young adult. I assume he's in his 20s. He has been doing the Spider-Man thing for a bit. He's beaten a couple of the villains, although we don't actually see this. He's beaten Rhino, Electro, Vulture, Scorpion. Uh, and he is just a way to take down William Fisk, a.k.a. the Kingpin, with the help of um, Yuri, the, the police commissioner or police... I don't know what she is. She's something in the police. That's his contact into the police. Um, and that's where we join Spider-Man. We're also shortly after that going to meet the main bad guy. Or, oh shit, I spoiled it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you did. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> Sorry, I'll do that again. And uh, just shortly after this, Spider-Man will meet the the bad guy for this for the story for this game, who is Mister Negative, the 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 new bad guy, as it would be. And the worst thing about him is, is no matter what you do, no matter how hard you try, he's always there to point out your faults. <laughs> yes, <laughs> as the name would say. <laughs> All right. So before we crack into our history with Spider-Man, one question, and that is. Why didn't Peter Parker pluck his eyebrows? Did it, his eyebrows bother anybody else? Or was it just me that was fixated on that? I never noticed. I didn't notice. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, his eyebrows look like two woolly worms just, just on his forehead. It's very distracting. I'm surprised they don't stick through the suit. 
Anyway, <laughs> um, Luke or Craig, whichever one wants to go first, what is your history with Spider-Man? I'm, I'll, I'll field this one first because it's short and to the point. I have no history with Spider-Man. At all? Okay, right, I've got a touch of history of Spider-Man. I never watched the cartoons or read comics or anything like that. I'm not a superhero fan or person, so I haven't watched any of the films. I had a brief romance with one of the games. I couldn't even tell you which Spider-Man game it is I've played, but you could swing about the place. That's about as much as I remember. I've got nothing else on it. I'm disappointed. I know. Sorry. Yeah, so I have been a fan of Spider-Man since I was a child. Watched the the cartoons quite a lot. Never read any of the comics, unfortunately. Um, Always been more of a DC guy when it came to comics. But I've played every game, I think. Um, I have very fond memories of Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation 2 and how good at the time that was. Um, So I was very, very excited to, to pick up this game. Um, I kind of mirror Luke a little bit, except I didn't watch the cartoon. I just read the comics and played the video games. And Spider-Man's just kind of always been there for me. I don't mean that in an emotional sense. I just mean like, oh I'm yeah, always <laughs> <laughs> into Spider-Man. It's just you know, I have I have you know little toys from when I was a kid. I have comics from when I was a kid. It's just always been there. And I, I'd say he's probably my favorite superhero. Ops. Yeah, I think he tops Batman for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, again, I was, like, pumped for this, especially since it's Insomniac, man. So I guess the best thing to get into now would be what did you guys think when you booted it up? Like, like, what was your first initial thought as soon as you got control of Spider-Man? Thank God it's been three hours since I put the disc in the PlayStation. <laughs> Thank you, Grumpy Grandpa. It's been it's been what like six years, and people are still complaining about it. Guys, it's just the world we live in. You have to get used to it. I know, I know. Um, my my initial thought was, this is nice. It looks amazing. Um, and almost instantly, you kind of just feel comfy doing what you'd be doing as Spider-Man. I think I messaged you and said it feels a bit slow, but I was still at the point where I wasn't swinging quite right. I've since honed my swinging, and I'm now a full-on swinger. Does Hang on. Laura know? <laughs> that doesn't sound right, does it? <laughs> yeah, so for me, initially, like the visually, it looks amazing. Like This, this game looks great. Um, and you're then introduced to the swinging mechanics, which I, I'm a bit of a sucker for these sandbox type of games, especially when there's a superhero and you can traverse the world in a way that you normally can't. Um, I was a little bit apprehensive when I first did the swinging. It seemed a bit alien, you know. Um, I wasn't sure if I liked it to begin with because it's not just a case of holding down a trigger or holding down a button to swing. There's so much different buttons required and inputs required to do it successfully. But I'm so glad they, they made those changes and it isn't just a button because it, it feels like you have complete control of Spider-Man while you're zipping around the city. It's the way they've they've made that system um, really, really stands out for me. Uh, what about you, Dave? How, how did you find it? The uh, the swinging, it feels now that like there's a level of mastery involved. 
Yeah. Because you could swing, and when you release, it depends on when you release, whether you gain altitude or you gain speed. And then you've got that uh, that point jump that I used probably more than swinging, where you pull both yeah. triggers and you hit X at the right time and you just blast off. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And then I also like how they took into account that people will bash at 40 miles an hour into a building hmm. and Spider-Man adjusts for it on the fly. It is very cool the way it looks. That that animation when you bash into a wall is a part, a tiny part of the entire swinging animation. It just blew me away. I don't know if you actually swung through any girders or anything like that but on the fly he kind of adjusts and twists and weaves his oh, way yeah. through where you're sw- it's absolutely gorgeous and it's it's mind-blowing how it does it because he's he, he, the city is huge and it's full of a myriad of obstacles yeah, yeah. and you can just seamlessly glide through them under them over them around them everything feels right about it yeah, it, it almost feels like they have taken this and just tested the web swinging so much to where they'll go, okay, what will people like to do? And then made sure they implemented everything because everything flows pretty seamlessly. Only once or twice did I hit a spot when I was, you know, George of the Jungling into a building where it kind of, the animation tweaked out a little bit. Because for the most part, no matter what you do, everything looks pretty fluid. Yeah. Even if you're dodging unexpectedly while you're swinging, it still looks good. It's very responsive. Yeah. Yes. And then at a whim, you can hold down L2, time slows down, and you find a point and you zoom into it, just like you would probably think Spider-Man could. You know, you want to hit that pinpoint accuracy landing, and it's just it's all there for you to do. So it just you just feel boss traversing the city. I don't know about you guys, but when I hit an open world game, I never, I'm never sure how I'm going to tackle it. Am I going to dive straight into the, the story or am I going to figure out the mechanics of the world? And I lost, I think, I think it was five hours just zipping around the city, having a look because, um, you know, my wife and I, we've watched all the, the Netflix Marvel fil- um, series like um, yeah, Jessica Jones and The Defenders, Iron Fist, Luke Cage and that. And um quite early on you get collectibles which give you like they're the rucksacks that spider-man's left um around the city and forgotten about and if everyone you collect there's like a little clue inside it so it was really cool just like learning the world and learning how the city um is is set up and what you can and cannot do and um whilst getting little snippets of story so you know I, I straight away i went up to harlem to see if i could find out where luke cage's barber shop was there to see if it was there and stuff so um yeah i lost a lot, a lot of time did you guys how did you guys tackle it did you go straight into the story or float around swing yeah, around story <laughs> i had i had no inclination to do any exploring whatsoever as soon as i got the swinging in motion i mean like some of the mission points are a good one two kilometers away from you anyway so it's just I found pleasure in just swinging my way about the place um, from story mission to story mission. Um, Actually, my first note, um, because you come across a backpack as one of those, oh, there's a backpack there, go and get it. That's what you're forced to do. Why did he stick a backpack to a wall with a tracker in it? And then why did he actually have like six million backpacks while he was (laughs) at school? Sticking them about the city, like I could, I was asking myself that right the way through the whole game. Okay, <laughs> Why look, have you done this with your backpacks. First of all, 
let's let's be fair. He has to have a spider suit constantly available no matter where he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would be why you would slap them up there with trackers. I'm wondering why a sanitation worker didn't notice it, open it up, and then run around the city of Spider-Man. <laughs> I didn't think I didn't know it was his spider suit. I thought I thought he only had one suit. I thought it was like crap from when he was a kid because some of them you pull them out and it's like it's not baseball cards. I've got no idea what they are, but it's like I think what would have been in it would have been would have been his costume and then he's throwing his old clothes in and changed into his costume and then zipped the bag up because he doesn't want to fly around with the bag. But yeah, because I think uh, one of the collectibles is like a six-year-old gym shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any comments right. on how nasty it is? Ah, uh, but as opposed to you, sense. Craig, I enjoyed swinging yes. so much that as soon as I saw, oh, oh, towers, I know this. I just went and got every tower, every backpack, every collectible I could before I did even the first story mission. Yeah. Because I just had so much fun wandering around. He actually has a joke about the backpacks. He's like, I, thank God I won that William Fisk competition. You know, he's a bad guy, but I won like 100 backpacks or something, so... He does explain Yeah, lifetime it. supply of backpacks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so a point of contention, I think, on this is going to be the combat. In the briefest of sense, what would you guys say? It's it's Arkham yeah. combat? Yeah. That's a really good way I'd to put it. I'd say it's Arkham, but with less punch. It doesn't feel as good. Oh, it might be two Whoa. versus, might be two versus <laughs> See, one here. And, okay, so... I. Go ahead. I get a feeling from it. I feel like it's really good and it's fluid and it's fun and you've got a lot more range of motion than you do in the Arkham games. You're flipping, you punch people. It feels more fluid, but I felt overall, it feels like Batman punches harder and you've got the, um, what do you call it when you go and someone's going to punch you and you punch them back? A parry counter? Yeah, yeah, that it felt in Arkham that feels more solid a mechanic than yeah. Spider Man generally dodges; he doesn't parry yeah. and counter. But that's because he's Spider Man. He's a different fighter, so that's it's not a bad thing. It's just I preferred like out of all of any kind of brawling games, you know, I'm the biggest fan of Sleeping Dogs as opposed to the rest of them mm-hmm. because of I think Sleeping Dogs requires more skill than either Arkham. Or Spider-Man. So there's now, like a triangle of skill to fluidness to punchiness. Now, now okay, uh, Luke, do you want to go or should I go yeah, first? Because like, we all have three different opinions. Well, yeah, okay. So um, <laughs> let me just, I think it's easier if I start on something slightly different. And that is, I think this game's too easy, um, especially with the combat. Even up on hard, I didn't find it difficult at all. Well, yeah, really quick. Uh, Craig, what did you play it on? Because I played it on hard, I think Luke played it on hard, and I, I started on easy, bumped up to normal, bumped up to hard, and then towards them bumped it back down to normal. Okay, but yeah, go ahead, Luke. Yeah, so I think I I need to go back, but I think Arkham Asylum and Arkham Knight are in my all top time twenty five games. Huge, huge fan of them. And for me, it feels like they built an engine that was copied by other games, but then they they refined it. And as Craig had said earlier, that you know it felt like Batman had more punch and he had more 
ability to what he was doing. For me, it feels like what Spider-Man, have, what um, Insomniac have done is they've focused all their time on making the world and they've made they've done a brilliant job with the swinging and everything but it feels like the combat's kind of lackluster for me it it feels like they've tried to replicate what batman has rather than take what batman has and improve it or tweak it so that it fits spider-man because batman can't do what spider-man can do he can't traverse around he can't jump 30 40 feet in the air he can't throw people around the way that spider-man can and it just feels a little bit like something's missing. Um, in Batman, you build up a combo counter and you can do different things with that. So if you keep on building it, you do more damage or you can you can apply and use some of your combo counter to, to do a special move. Um, they've tried to implement the combo counter here. It doesn't feel like it achieves much. And I don't know, it just felt more of the same. It felt acceptable rather than exceptional. And hopefully that'll come. It, I mean, it's not it's not a bad thing. It's not. I never had a bad time with it. I just feel like it feels like it could have been better. All right. Now Can that you've heard from these question. two clods, oh right, okay. Let's let's <laughs> tell you, the truth you... here. Okay. So I'm with Craig, or I don't know if Craig thinks this, but I'm with Craig on being a big fan of Sleeping Dogs. I think the three, four Batman games that have used that engine, I think Sleeping Dogs beats them all. I think Batman mm-hmm. is clunky, it's very rigid, but that also reflects the type of person Batman is. He's no-nonsense, punchy in the mouth. Yeah. Sleeping Dogs, I think, worked very well because there, it was very brutal in terms yeah. of what you could do. This, I think, is better than Sleeping Dogs. Number one, it's faster. Number two, the enemies don't wait in a conga line to hit you. Multiple ones will come at you at a time. And number three, while it isn't brutal, and I agree with you both, there isn't a lot of oomph to whenever he punches. I sort of think that reflects the character more because Spider-Man isn't the type of guy that wants to put somebody in a hospital. Yeah. And But I think the thing this does better than any of them is you're using all kinds of gadgets. This is severely taking the bite out of it when you don't actually need to because it's not very hard at all. But I I have the feeling of if you're not using 80% of your gadgets, every fight you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, Oh God. I can see your point. Um, but I find the game was too easy to need to use the gadgets. Uh, it just, the gadgets are great. The gadgets are the thing I wish they'd put a bit more emphasis on because they are amazing. There, there's so much versatility uh, between them. Trip and, mine was my my bro. Yeah, I love that one. I also love the the sticky grenade, and where you could like you can throw a, oh yeah throw a grenade and it'll like, web them all up, but they'll still be on their feet. So then you can just run around chucking them against walls and stuff, and they'll stick to the wall, and that'll be them out of the combat. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you that. I, I think they severely undermined their kind of idea for the combat with making it like they were f- towards the end of the game. I'll be very hazy on this, but the white people. Oh my gosh, that sounded terrible. The people <laughs> in white so armor <laughs> <laughs> that you fight and you guys know who I'm talking about. There were fights against six or seven of them where all I needed to do was huck out a couple spider drones, wait on a perch and they'd be dead. Yeah. So yeah, I, I totally agree with you that this 
the difficulty takes all the bite out of what they've managed to do with the combat engine. I didn't use any of the gadgets whatsoever. I didn't use... I used the trip mine once when you were forced to use a trip mine. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I didn't use any grenades. I used the electricity when you're forced to use the electricity to fry a junction box or whatever the hell it is you're frying. Um, I found, you know, the um, L1 to pull up your weapon wheel, mm-hmm. your gadget wheel, I suppose. I naturally wanted to hold L1 and then use the right thumbstick to select a weapon, but the left thumbstick could also select a weapon. So if you're in combat running forward and you go to select a weapon, you can't pick like the right hand weapon because it's clicking back up the way. And it yeah. bugged me to the point where I just stopped trying. <laughs> I just didn't bother. <laughs> um, all of my kind of stealthy side of um, combat was taken up with on a perch lure someone to a spot where it's safe to grab them and then just sling, you know, like dangle them off whatever I'm sitting on and oh, move on to the next one. Oh, we have different stealth, Craig. Yeah? yeah Is well, your stealth I'll, I'll, just I'll... shouting at people? <laughs> no, no. Well, we'll talk about stealth in a minute because I do want to hit yeah. that. Um, uh, Luke, go ahead in. What were you going to say? Yeah, just to go back to um, the, the combat, like, you know, Batman can't fly around. Spider-Man can zip around and I never felt like I had proper control of my character whilst doing aerial combat like I didn't feel like there was an easy way to lock into an enemy Um, later on you fight enemies who have like jetpacks and they always seemed like mm-hmm. there wasn't an easy way to aim or get them without having to run over to them and jumping at them even the swing mechanics yeah, seemed it to constant... on auto aim. yeah it just seemed to miss it didn't feel as fluid as it should have been I just for the the if I wasn't just webbing them and watching them fall and then making <laughs> wonderful ah, as they fell <laughs> noises, uh, just web strike. You web strike and then you can get a full air combo and generally yeah. that'll kill them. Yeah. But yeah, it is finicky with its auto. Uh, one thing that actually that works, Luke. One thing I I think both Sleeping Dogs and Arkham falls prey to is very little enemy variation. It's like you have the guy with yeah. the knife that you'll have to hold back and dodge. You have the guy you have to cape, and then you have the big guy. Like that's kind of it for Batman and yeah. West Sleeping Dogs. It's like, do you have a gun? Yes, no. What do you guys think of the enemy variety? It's a bit more diverse, but I can I ask a stupid question, yes. and this can be cut out if you want, right? Okay, you know, you what? I've watched Batman. I've seen. Uh, I think I might have seen two Batman films. I'm not too sure. But he's always like on the ground punching people, and then in the Arkham games you run about and you're punching people. Does Spider Man generally run about punching people in the films and other? You know what I mean? Like, generally, is that an no, it's not like a mano a mano fist fight. It's generally he's yeah. webbing, he's slinging, he's he's you know doing like that zip pull thing that he yeah. does. Okay. The Sorry, way Spider Man fights some... in movies and comics is kind of like the way the takedowns are in this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I, I really like the one where he webs both your fists and then makes the guy punch himself in the face. That's kind of good. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. So uh, Craig mentioned it. Let's talk stealth, right? So s- Craig was a proper stealthy man. I take it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like for the most part, it's easy because I've got a complaint about stealth. Can I bring that up just now, just while you've addressed yeah, sure. me personally? 
the fact that you can click a trigger or click one of your thumbsticks and it tells you if someone's safe <laughs> to take out or not. I what the hell is that? Yeah. What is that? I mean, why? Uh, you know, so that just turns it into a game of I'm going to sit here, I'm going to lure a guy until it says he's safe and then I'm going to web him up and move on. It's kind of satisfying anyway because you've got like 15 enemies all dangling off different lampposts <laughs> about the place. It's kind of nice, but it that was just a bit meh. I didn't like that. Sorry. Again, that kind of falls under the kind of too easy. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very much. Um, Luke, how did you approach stealth? I'm not a huge fan of stealth mechanics in games. I enjoyed it on this game because if I messed up, I could just fly in and and uh, and and clean up. So uh, I'm not uh, again, yeah, too easy. I'm not. I'm not going to say it was. It was the best stealth mechanics of all time, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed being able to like climb around like a spider and find different vantage points and things um i really like the animations when you when you did web somebody up you could do like a silent takedown where you you'd pull them up next to you and like hit them oh off. where you like bonk his face off the yeah. curtain <laughs> yeah it's yeah. great oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got heart yeah what about you dev uh, well, I am on the record as not being a very stealthy man. My version of stealth is a nuclear bomb. But mm. I decided, okay, let's let's give this a fair shot because I really like the stealth in Batman. I think Batman has great stuff. And that's all this really is. Like, with the added tweak of your maneuverability is a lot higher. You don't have to rely on just perches. Everything is a perch. But I tended to have a lot more fun instead of, like, webbing them to the pole. Actually... Uh, more like uh, I guess Splinter Cell stealth, where I was walking around and doing the web strike to kill people. Well, not kill them, but th- knock them out, as opposed to you know up top high. And so I was a more hands-on approach to stealth, and I found that just as much fun as as doing the zipping from place to place, hitting people. But I mean, would the stealth for you guys even be a plus or a minus, or is it just kind of yeah, okay, it's what I expected. For me, the 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 stealth that you encounter naturally through the game is 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 plausible. It's fine. It's not it's not great. It's not terrible. Oh, I love where you're going with this already. The stealth challenges are by far one of the worst things I've I've played. It, it was driving me Wait, nuts. Um, what do you mean by the stealth challenges? So later on in the game, you oh, know, oh okay okay hold well don't don't spoil that because that's kind of a spoilery. He's in the game thing. Ah okay okay right so. I, okay, I just wanted to make sure I knew what you were talking ah, about. Okay, yeah. All right. I thought you were going to segue into the horrifically shite, forced playing as the girl stealth. No, 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 no. We'll come back to yeah, that. We'll bit. talk about that. Come back to that. Bit. Later on in the game, you meet um, you meet uh, a character who shall not be named, who gives you a load of challenges, which is probably Voldemort. Yes, that's him. Damn it! Uh, oh my god! Spoilers. Gosh. And one of these challenges is that you have to rescue a hostage in a stealth situation. You have to take out all the bad guys without ever being spotted. And I think that showed the weaknesses of the stealth mechanics because they're not great. And I kept on failing on the same ones. I'm not sure if it was just me because I'm crap at stealth and have little patience for it. But that that was really grinding my gears, some of those. If I remember correctly, the, one, the way I got out of some of those is, you know, um, you have your regular web sling bullet things that he throws web balls yeah and then you've got like that big one 
Yeah. Or the impact web. Yep. You can just pop people right to the floor and they're <laughs> webbed and out of commission. So you, I was just like, pop, 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 pop. Okay, we're done. Oh. And, that, and that was it. So yeah, or, you know, and then you use trip wires. I didn't really engage the stealth like I think they were supposed to in those kind of things. One thing I will give the stealth that I think, th- and I'm sorry to keep kind of uh, comparing this to Batman, but it's, it really is the most obvious apparent comparison. I like the fact that no matter where you are, if you just stumble across a bunch of criminals, you can take them out stealth. And the engine supports that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now there's free roam stealth as opposed to Batman where there are stealth encounters and there are fighting encounters. Here it kind of blurs the line. I'll give them credit on that. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, yep. Okay, so what did you guys think of kind of all the ancillary stuff, the stuff you were doing all these... We'll touch on what the side quests are, but the stuff you were doing the side quests for, like, I found the variety of costumes to be amazing. Not meant on purpose that I'm talking about Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care that. <laughs> it was the amazing Spider-Man. That was the comic. All right. <laughs> oh, dear God. You caveman. God What did you guys think of all the ancillaries? I, I, I love the, the, the costume collection and the, the upgrade menu as well. Um, it's great that it's all achievable. There's no paywalls behind it. And it's all level-based as well, or most of it is, you know. Um, so you they're they're silhouetted out until you get to the right level which then you 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 might have the resources to buy it but maybe you'll have to go grind something out from one of the other side quests to get it which is a good way of getting you to explore those side quests i i found um yeah my favorite suit by far was the 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 comic one which made you look like a self-shaded comic version of spider-man that was great uh did use that a lot did you guys have a favorite um, I I barely I unlocked four of them in total, including <laughs> the ones you automatically unlock. What's wrong with you? Um, cause it just it just didn't bother me in the slightest. What? And I know each each suit has its own superpower, and these superpowers can be transposed onto other suits when you, once you've unlocked them. But I found that the first few powers that you got kind of got me through the whole game, and then I had one suit, and it, it was like he had a black shiny head, and it was cool looking so i just <laughs> rolled with that i just i just went with that one your dad explains spider-man <laughs> <laughs> i i can see it though i can see it craig if you have no affinity for this character then i can mm. see the costumes being like yeah yeah whatever because I as we all know there was a turtleneck <laughs> yeah there was also punk and and gaslight and um yeah did anybody use anything other than web blossom uh, I tried them all what does out. That mean? I first thing to say is they're all stupidly overpowered. Uh, it it makes the combat ridiculously yeah, so yeah. right. Uh, you can jump into a group of what, seven or eight enemies, drop Web Blossom, and that's it. You've uh, you've you've cleaned them all out. It's or there's only one or two left. But yeah, there's a good good variation there. Uh, I quite like the electric gloves because if you pop that and then punched an enemy that touched another enemy, they would also become electrocuted. So you could you could electrocute everybody quite quickly by swinging one around and <laughs> doing that. I hope you were yelling chain lightning while you were doing it. <laughs> I should have done. <laughs> um, as for, what was your question? I'm sorry, I completely forgot. 
Uh, favorite suit or favorite? You... Oh, oh, favorite power. suit. Favorite suits easily the the cell shaded comic book look, and the fact that it changes it in cutscenes is just awesome. Well, you say that, but towards the end of the game, there's one cutscene where it doesn't, and it jumped out at me in an instant. Oh, which one? Um, it's well, will you cut it out? Well, yeah, yeah, we'll cut it out. I'm I'm curious uh, because one, I went to like most of the game. Okay, so that that whole conversation we cut out because it was spoilery. Yeah. There is one cutscene where it does not show. <laughs> so do keep that in mind. <laughs> if, if that kind of thing will just send you up a wall. And do you know what else in that huh. cutscene? Um, the suit that you create there looked so similar to the one that I already had on that I didn't notice the difference <laughs> at all. <laughs> I, it, it was there was one cutscene, and I don't know if we should cut this or not, but it it shows Peter Parker in the Spider-Man suit except for his head, and I was rocking the the cell shaded one, and so his body was cell shaded comic looking, but he had old woolly eyebrows, Peter Parker face. It was weird. It was brilliant. Back to collectibles that or side quests. Sorry, back to side quests though. Um, I am traditionally, or I have been in the past, a bit of a, a trophy whore, uh, and I got bored of the side stuff quite quickly, unless it was collecting or or doing things like that. The challenges wore thin pretty quickly. Um, there was also the medical stations where you needed to go do challenges as well. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to platinum this. I might wait until the DLC and come back to it, but how did you guys find the side stuff? I, I barely touched it. I just could not be bothered. I did it all because I have a <laughs> platinum because this game, I think the side mission stuff, some of it is fun. Like the pigeons is fun. That's a nice, yeah. you know, uh, kind of movement challenge. And you have the tab. Oh, bugger. He who shall not be named Lord Moldy, but you have his challenges and that's a fun combat thing. And then, like you said, you have those medical stations where it's kind of just busy work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, I, I will give them credit in that they clearly, very clearly mark where every collectible is. You don't have to go hunting for it at all. And I, I love that. I hope that's a trend that continues in open world games because I am tired of looking for pigeon feathers. Okay? Yeah. I'm just tired of it. It's good the way that you can press a button and it'll like, if you're high enough, you'll see like a huge marker where that side quest is. Oh, like you. the beacons? Yeah, but they also phase in the introduction of side quests. So like you'll only get a few at the start and then after a couple more missions, you might get another one side yeah. quest. I really like that approach because when you looked at the map at the start, it looked so barren and not like Assassin's Creed where you've climbed the tower and then holy shit, you've got 50, 50 different <laughs> icons floating about. I, I I am curious though, and I think we've all played it here now. Uh, I wonder if they got the the beacons thing from Breath of the Wild because that was the first thing that popped into my head. Oh yeah, I can see that. Was it's just colored beacons that shoot all the way up to the sky? Yeah, which is great. But yeah, you know, just reminded me of Zelda. I was just going to say because we've mentioned them a couple of times now. Does anyone have an issue with the fact that this is an older, wiser Spider-Man who's been crime fighting in New York for eight years? Yet you have to go and climb towers 
to unveil the map. Well, to be fair, I mean, they have this kind of throwaway story. Oh, this is for our, the police network crime net thingy. So, uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a thing. Although you, you touched on a good point, Craig. Well, yeah, uh, not for you, though, because, again, you're a caveman. <laughs> um, Luke, does you have a preference to what Spider-Man you prefer. Does this hit your perfect Spider-Man, or do you prefer, like, high school Spider-Man or college Spider-Man? I am totally sick of um, Uncle Ben origin story oh, high thank school God. Spider-Man. I, like, yeah, th- this was a breath of fresh air. It, it was really, really good. Yeah, guys, no origin story at all. Um, that's something that struck me because you start off very, very, very much like you, you're established in the city and you're taking down one of a, a, a big enemy and you've got a nice, lovely, repetitive boss fight to do. So it's like it starts as if you're already there. So that's that's what popped into my head was just it felt like a step. It's like a step set. Right, okay, the reason I thought it was because <laughs> of, I'm playing Far Cry. You know, I'm playing <sighs> Far Cry and for the first time... <laughs> There are no towers. Everything you pick up, everything you, you, all your collectibles and everything, any kind of encounter, it's all based on organic encounters. You talk to someone and they're like, "Oh, there's a cabin in the woods up there," and that feels like an evolution of Far Cry instead of climbing up towers. And then I hit that Spider Man, and I'm like, "Spider Man 2018 Game of the Year, blah blah,", blah and it's like towers. But they also had like the best or one of the funniest things straight this with Spider Cop. So when you're going to go collect these towers... <laughs> Spider-Cop was great. Spider-Man, will, uh, he'll, he'll phone uh, Yuri, who's the, the police, whatever she is, and he'll pretend to be a cop. So he'll have his like his character, Spider-Cop, and she just can't stand it, but it's 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 amazing fun. Uh, especially near the end of the game where, where she finally embraces Spider-Cop. Spider-Cop hits retirement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, now, now, Craig, I'll argue with you on, on that point. Number one, it's about time Far Cry changed. Jeez. Yes. Number two, I'd argue that it, this is all right for the towers because the biggest pain in the butt in Far Cry was getting to every tower. Here, your movement is fun. So the towers, and I believe there's what? There's like maybe 12 total? Yeah, that's not a huge amount. Getting to each tower is still fun. So that's why it didn't click off any, oh, this is like Assassin's Creed and Far Cry kind of alarms for me. Speaking of the the city, I thought the city was a pretty good size. Like, it it didn't feel too large, and it wasn't so small that you were constantly running in the same places. How did you guys feel about the actual size of the city? By the end, I thought it felt quite small. And I know I wasn't doing any of the side quest stuff, but it f- felt cluttered when you. When I looked at my map, I had every single collectible pretty much still <laughs> marked on it. I'd all of the side quests, all of the side missions, all of the challenges, everything was marked on the map. Oh my goodness! It was like someone shot it with a shotgun and just <laughs> scattered dots everywhere so I had layered dots by the time I got to a certain place at the end of the game there was a side quest over to my right there was a collectible to my left there was a guy standing wanting help behind me and I'm like oh my I just want to get to that door and I've got these side things to avoid um 
but it's so it's done so well because as you level up you gain swing speed and it feels like at the start of the game you do feel a wee bit sluggish but as you get that jump right and as you get the speed up and stuff it starts to feel like I don't need quick travel over there and ride on the subway with some guy sleeping on my shoulder <laughs> those scenes are um, pretty good <laughs> very very funny but it just feels like it's only 3-4k I'm just I'm going to swing that so yeah I think pretty much perfect, I'll say, then, because I did cock it up slightly and not do any side stuff. It didn't, it felt big big to begin with, mainly because I didn't know how to swing, but by the end of the game, you could traverse, like, the whole length of the map in no time at all, because you were, you know, you're, you're swinging, and then you're letting your swing build you up higher, so you can then zip line onto another bit and because you've leveled up a couple times you can do the the pool twice and that'll then allow you to do another quick zip and um the speeds that you that you can get in that game it feels amazing so um yeah good size for me like and i'm sure luke you noticed this too like certain landmarks made each section of the city feel mm. different like oh look there's avengers tower or there's you know doctor strange's sanctum sanctorum maleficarum whatever it's called yeah and you know th- you got all these little no twin towers though <laughs> they did have the ghostbuster station though oh i didn't notice that yeah yeah you have to have a look it's in the finance district it took uh, me craig and uh i made a good while to figure that out Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, like I, I, they did do a good job on making things feel different. Guys, this is off record, of course, but we're closing in on forty-five minutes. Yeah. What else should we touch on here? Um, my notes, my non-spoilery notes. Oh well, I suppose that is a wee bit spoilery, right? No, there's one I've wrote: mammoth cake slices at Aunt May's party. Why do they not all have diabetes? <laughs> like, did you see the size of cake? <laughs> Honestly, every cake slice was about the size of someone's head. Um, also, did you notice? And I, I, it's weird. There was a couple of points where I thought the dialogue was a wee bit off there, and there was um, at some point Miles says something. And I thought that's a really weird thing to say. And then you're in a cafe with a girl. And you leave, and then the cafe guy's like, they are my favorite. What does it? Hang on, I wrote it down. Oh my gosh, Luke, is he really going to do this? Is he really going to do this? That's fucking Stan Lee, you bum. Stan Lee, you dingus. The, the, creator the guy who of Spider-Man. created Spider-Man. <laughs> He's in like oh, all of the Marvel right, films. Okay. All of them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so it's okay. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Move on, moving on. <laughs> A guy, <laughs> I love you, Craig. Photo mode and different days and weather. I've got, I don't know if there's anything else that we could add to photo mode. I was, I don't use photo mode other than like those landmark things you need to get. I didn't use it once. Okay, um, I used it a couple of times. It's a really good photo mode, very, very customizable. It reminded me very much of how cool the Horizon photo mode is. Um, in terms of filters and the way you can control the aperture of the camera and you can float about the place. It's really cool. Is um, there a thing like I in have... the God of War one where you can change the different uh, like emotions on the faces and yeah. poses and stuff? Okay, oh, that's no, cool. You know what? I didn't, I, I, I didn't notice the, the poses, but the poses are in Horizon as well because you can get quite saucy Aloy pictures. <laughs> Ooh. Um, 
I have I've got a thing, a, a note that I've just read and I thought, oh yeah, that really bugged the crap out of me. And hmm. it might be me that noticed it because it's the way I played the game, but I absolutely and utterly I hated having to wait for another story mode to activate. So many times you finish a story a story mission, you finish a story mission, and then it says, Well, it's time to browse about the city now. And you have to go and you oh, complete yeah. something before another story mission appears. And it you don't have to complete anything. You can literally just stand on the building. Was it and just wait. time? Yeah, uh, um, that, which that was really annoying for me because I had every side quest done and it was still doing that. Oh. I'm like, oh. I guess I'll make a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I I absolutely agree with you. That is that is not mm-hmm. very good. I didn't encounter that, but that would be very frustrating. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it, it's five minutes tops. That yeah, spent and it's waiting. It, if you finish a story mission, you're probably naturally going to hit the map, and you're going to go, "Oh, look, there's a backpack there, so I'll grab that while I'm here." And I'm, go- you don't, I don't think you would notice it unless you were rushing the story or a bit, you know, story focused. Mm. Um, I also have a note on performance, and that is that I did not notice any frame rate dips. The thing is silky smooth right the way through, except remember when we did Ratchet and Clank, we said, this is amazing. They've got 800 billion parts and things flying Mm -hmm. all over the place and there's so many objects on screen. There's a scene where you are being hunted down by a certain character. Will I just say it? No, no, just leave it that vague. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. But you're you're being you're being hunted down by a, a certain character, and at one point I was sneaking behind this character as he was destroying bits of scenery, which were then disappearing before my very eyes, <laughs> and things were fading. And I was like, "There's there's only like bits of rubble and things like that," but it was really distracting. And then there was another part where you're playing a third party to the game. And you're directing Spider-Man's action. And if you watch Spider-Man, he doesn't fluidly move from point to point. He actually just disappears and reappears. And there was just tiny wee... In fact, there was just tiny wee... There was those two wee things that I noticed that just made me think, oh, that's that's less polished than what I thought there would have been. Because they were quite noticeable. Craig and I played on a pro, Luke. Did you play on vanilla? Yeah, I didn't notice any. Again, perfect frame rate for whatever it was locked. At. Okay, it good. Seemed to be locked. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's locked at thirty. Yeah, I, I didn't notice any. Uh, I actually didn't notice any of that, Craig. Like uh, yeah. in the one part where you're directing Spider-Man, I it was like click, look somewhere else, keep moving. <laughs> yeah, I didn't okay. need to stop and watch. It's just like, oh yeah, Spider-Man's <laughs> got it. That's fine. Yeah, he'll like he'll fly between different points. You. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So this has been a spoiler-free discussion, and like I said, part two we will get into more in depth. But to end this spoiler-free thing, would you guys recommend this? Yes. Yes. Oh yes, uh, absolutely. I would recommend this. So here's what you should do: you should go buy the game, you should finish it. Then you should come back for part two, where we will discuss more of our in-depth thoughts on things. Or start your own podcast and record your own thoughts about it. <laughs> or, you know what? Keep them to your fucking self. Right? <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> <Dave>. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so if you have played this game and you would like to get in on part two and you want to give us your more in-depth, spoilery thoughts on things, you can do that at the BitEffect website where we have contact forms. You can do that on Gmail. You can do it on Twitter. You could probably use one of the homeless guys' homing pigeons, and that <laughs> would probably work. So, gentlemen, Mr. Luke, Mr. Craig, say goodnight. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs>